Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So the truckers are at it again, but this time it's different. So if you remember back about a year ago, the Canadian truckers made had a huge impact on what was happening in Canada. And uh, I think really well, it came to the forefront of the fight for freedom and liberty. I mean, they were true patriots. They, they were champions of the cause. And I think if it wasn't for Russia invading Ukraine, Trudeau would have been out. But that's when they just made this movement like a caravan across Canada. And then they went to the capital and then they were there causing a commotion, just basically in a peaceful way, just making sure that the central planners understood their frustrations and were hearing their complaints. And this, uh, I think really was very powerful and kind of a shot heard around the world. And if you remember back to that time, there were trucker protests that were scheduled for New Zealand, scheduled for Europe, even scheduled in the United States. Remember, they were going to go from Los Angeles all the way to Washington, D.C. And then once Russia invaded Ukraine, again, it's a little suspicious the timing there, isn't it? Uh, but then it completely went out of the news cycle. And the trucker movement, so to speak, kind of faded. But now it's right back at the forefront. And quite frankly, I'm very excited about it. I think this is fantastic. But this time, they're not planning on driving across the country. They're planning on boycotting New York. Boycotting New York. In other words, the, the way this works, as I understand it, is that the, most of the truckers are independent contractors. Now, a, a lot of them are but I think most of them are. And so if you're an independent contractor, you don't work for Tyson Foods, let's say. It's just Tyson Foods puts out a bid to have the, the chicken moved from wherever they are. <laughs> let's just say they're uh, in Ohio. And you put out a bid for the goods to be moved to New York City or delivered. And then one of the independent truckers that's going along that way, it's very similar to having your car moved, right? In that uh, you just call the brokerage and the brokerage sets out uh, or puts out on the wire, there's a job and then you have people that accept it or don't. And so uh, even if Tyson Foods has their own truckers, they probably have to also depend on these independent contractors to make sure that all of the products that need to go to the locations are getting there getting there on time. So if you have these independent contractors just saying, yeah, the, you want to take chicken to New York? I don't think so. I don't think so. And then what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to raise the prices to get other people or other truckers. And that's if, if they can even get them. Or they're going to have to take their own truckers off other routes to take the chicken at a, at a much increased price over to New York City. I mean, I don't really think that the average American understands the power that, that truckers actually have. And it's a, it's a great counterbalance. You know what it reminds me of? Is it's back in the day when we actually used to have journalists. Remember those days when journalism was actually a thing? <laughs> and it was like a counterbalance to, to power. It was a counterbalance to the politicians and the central planners, the authoritarians. Instead of now, they're just a mouthpiece. For, for power. But they, they I, I see the truckers in the same way, that they have 
at the end of the day, just as much power, if not more, than the media themselves. Well, why do I say that? Let's go over to Zero Hedge and, and let's check this out. And you're going to get a, a quick lesson on the power of these blue-collar men and women who are, quite frankly, the lifeblood of our economy. So here's the title. This is a quote from one of the truckers that is joining this protest. And you guys can read what it says. F around and find out. And this is basically his message to the politicians in New York City. <laughs> so these guys are pissed. And, and they're, well, we'll get into it here. So truckers warn loads to New York City will be rejected starting today, Monday. And that's where I got the thumbnail was that this was trending on Twitter yesterday. And uh, you can see that it's trending on Google. And this is how many people are searching. And it's it's doing it by location as well. What What's, you know, what's actually very telling is that it is going up as far as its popularity or it's trending, let's say, in New York, but not as much as it is in other places like Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio. What this proves to me is the total disconnect that the intelligentsia, as Thomas Sowell would call them, the, the total disconnect they have with reality. I don't think there's any other way to say it. But they sit there in their ivory towers in New York City, you know, with their hedge funds on Wall Street or maybe their, uh, you know, at, at, at CNBC or something like that. And all of this stuff just magically appears. All of the food just happens to be there. You know, all of the energy, all of the stuff they need to sustain life, all the medicine, by the way, it just happens to be there. But yet they forget that the people that brought that to them are the people they hate. So you guys know as well as I do that the central planners, the authoritarians, the intelligentsia, they despise the average Joe and Jane, the hoi ploy, the plebs. They despise them because they think that they're just completely ignorant and therefore all the power should go to these chosen few that are just maybe genetically superior or in their minds, at the very least, uh, intellectually superior to all these idiots in the real economy. And it just it, they're, they're just something that we have to put up with. Ugh, disgusting. But what happens is all those people out in the real economy, the, 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 the people that they loathe, that they hate, the deplorables, those are the people that provide them what they need to exist, to survive. Without the deplorables... The intelligentsia are quite literally dead, and that is not hyperbole. And I think the fact that if you are in New York City, I mean, if, if as an example, if I'm in New York City right now, I am crapping my pants. I, 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 I'm, I'm gone. In fact, I'm gone. I'm out. Like, like I don't, even if this is like a 5% probability, I, I don't want to see the end game here because this gets real ugly real quick. And the, the the fact that there's not more Google searches in New York just shows you the the complete disconnect that, the, if you want to call them liberals, intelligentsia, ex, whatever you want to call them, the disconnect that they have with reality. And at the end of the day, who's calling the shots? And who's calling the shots? That would be the blue collar workers. 
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So here's some of the quotes from the guys, gals involved. I'm a trucker and I stand with the boycott. Time to show the corrupt we run this country, not them. And you see, you look at this guy and you know you, you wouldn't assume that he went to Harvard or Yale or Wharton or any of these fancy schools. I don't know if he has an education. He looks just kind of like an average Joe out there. He's got his hoodie on. He doesn't look like he's rich or loaded or uh, doesn't look like any type of Rhodes Scholar, but yet he understands the way the world works better than anyone at Harvard with 150 IQ. I can promise you that. You know, it goes right back to the the song. Uh, what was it, Josh, The um, uh, by the guy on YouTube? Oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. What was the name of that song? Uh, it was like and in, Rich Man. Rich, rich Man in Richmond? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it goes right back to that. And guys, just FYI, this is not just something we're seeing in the United States. Let's go over and look at Reuters today. Czech farmers join protest. And, and look, it's not just that they're protesting. It's that they are impacting, they're, they are affecting change. Because a lot of these politicians, I don't know if in, in, in Czechoslovakia, but I know in other areas, like um, the, the Danish uh, farmers, the French, the Germans, they are making these politicians step back and change their policies. Look at this. And so you say, what are these guys protesting specifically? Hundreds of Czech farmers drove their tractors into downtown Prague on Monday, disrupting traffic outside the agricultural ministry as they joined protest against high energy costs stifling bureaucracy and Europe's the European Union Green New Deal. Farmers across Europe have taken to the streets this year, including in Poland, France, Germany, Spain, Italy, to fight low prices, higher costs, cheap imports, and I think most importantly, EU climate change constraints, the central planners and authoritarians. And these global elite are having to backpedal. They don't have a choice because at the end of the day, if they didn't already know, they realize, holy cow, I, I might want to greet the great reset agenda. I might want to depopulate. I might want to kill all these farmers, but right now I'm completely dependent on them as we are truckers here in the United States, getting back to the zero hedge article. So it's not, I, I guess this is kind of going viral 
And now the truckers are calling for boycotts, not just in New York City, but in all, (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing, but hey, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. So all uh, they're calling for a boycott in all liberal cities. So look, liberal, look, Nancy Pelosi, look, Hillary Clinton. You talk down to these people and you treat them like dirt for long enough and you're going to pay the price. It's just you can't continue to kick people and kick people. You can't continue to, to poke the giant over and over and over again. At some point in time, that that giant is going to wake up and is going to punch you in the face. And that seems to be what the truckers are doing. And more power to them. Say what this country needs, and this is from the real trucker Jake on YouTube, at Big Sky Fit. What this country needs is a good old-fashioned trucker boycott of Democrat-run cities. The left needs to be reminded of who really runs this country. Look, I mean... I'm not a huge fan of Donald Trump. Uh, obviously, not a big fan of Joe Biden. But regardless of your politics, you, you you can't dispute what they're saying. At the end of the day, they control the country because if they stop, that the, the politicians don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. I mean, I guess the the politicians could bring in the military, um, but but how how do you do that? Like like how even if they they want see because it's not like the trucker protest in Canada where they were all they all converged in the capital city. And okay, there, they're all in one place. So you can take the military, break it up, do whatever. Here, how do you, they're not converging anywhere. They're just simply refusing to pick up the goods and take them to a New York or a San Francisco or a Seattle or a Portland. Or I think what they should do, forget New York, uh, do Washington, D.C., guys. Like, how about that? That's where I think the trucker protest should be aimed. <laughs> DC, you really want to create change. I think that's the best way to do it. Make the politicians feel the pain. Make the politicians suffer for what they've done to the poor middle class. So here's a quote uh, from this, I guess, another um, tweet from this gentleman. Liberals laugh at the thought of trucker boycott in New York City. A few years ago, trucker boycott brought the state of Colorado to its knees. Mega patriots make this country run. I don't know if they're all in favor of Donald Trump. I read a statistic though that, and I don't know how accurate this is, but uh, 95% of, of truckers uh, favor Trump. <laughs> if that's true, they have you know, these, these liberal cities out, they got problems. They've got problems. I mean, he kind of makes a point that it's supposed to be funny, I think, but in a way it's true. He said, these truckers, make this country run, liberals make our coffee. I mean, a little harsh, but hey, you you can't dispute that. You can't. And you know, another thing that's completely ironic is if you asked a lot of these liberals that are making the truckers coffee, I think he's talking about Starbucks. uh, If you asked them, if if you asked them a simple question, are MAGA uh, Trump fans or whatever, people who voted for Trump, are they racist? Are they homophobic? Are they just pick the disparaging comment, right? Uh, are they all of these things misogynist? I think you know a, a large percentage 
of liberals, not just the ones that make the coffee, but the liberals that are sitting there glued to MSNBC and CNN and Rachel Maddow and whatnot, they would say, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Trump voters, they're all racist. They're all homophobic. They're all misogynists. They're all, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, they're all terrorists. They're insurgents. You know, January 6th, blah, 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 blah. They're all these bad things. And then you would ask them, well, do you support that? Oh, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? In fact, I, I want to take down the statue of uh, Thomas Jefferson because he uh, was, was just like these MAGA people. He, he owned slaves. And that's what all these MAGA voters want. They want slaves. They want to take us back to the 1800s or blah, 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 blah. And then you say, you know, that's interesting because you're, you're wearing a pair of Nikes. How do you think those Nikes got to the store? Well, I, I, they were delivered. Really? They're delivered by who? Well, a trucker. Well, 95% of them are the racist, homophobes, and misogynists that you talk about. And therefore, you're effectively supporting them. How do you feel about that? You see, th this is the, the, just the pure disconnect with uh, not, not just liberals, but these, uh, the intelligentsia, the, not just the people making the coffee at Starbucks, but also the 150 IQ types that are, uh, you know, teaching rhetoric or whatever <laughs> at Harvard. Let's keep going. So here's a little sample of the impact these truckers could have. And this is staggering. When, let me see if I can zoom in. Here we go. So if trucks stop, and this is from cdllife.com, within 24 hours, not, not 24 days, 24 hours, delivery of medical supplies to the affected area will cease. Nada. Hospitals will run out of basic supplies, such as syringes. Service stations will run out of fuel. Manufacturers using just-in-time manufacturing will develop component shortages. The U.S. mail and other package delivery will cease. Within one day, food shortages will begin to develop. Fuel availability, avail availability and delivery will dwindle, leading to skyrocketing prices as long as, as uh, end long lines at the gas pumps. That's just in the first 24 hours. D do you now see why? If I, have to if I have to bet on who has more power... The truckers or the politicians. I'm going with the truckers <laughs> because the, the the people of New York City. Let's, let's assume for a moment this happened. The people of New York City would demand that the politicians do something, and if they didn't, I mean, you're you're talking about the French Revolution here. The the politicians know that they're headed straight for the well, figurative or maybe even literally, they're headed for the guillotine. Two to three days, food shortages would escalate, especially in the face of hoarding and consumer panic. Supplies of essentials such as bottled water, powdered milk, and canned meat at major retails would disappear. ATMs would run out of cash, <laughs> and banks will be unable to process transactions. Well, to, to be fair, the transactions of the people demanding cash. Service stations will completely run out of fuel. Garbage will start piling up in urban and suburban areas. Container ships will sit idle in ports and rail transport will be disrupted, eventually coming to a standstill. First week, travel will cease due to lack of fuel. Hospitals will begin to exhaust oxygen supplies. Second week, nation's clean water supply will begin to run dry. Fourth week, the nation will exhaust its clean water supply 
And then can't see the bottom one. The bottom one, illness will increase further taxing an already weakened healthcare system. So I don't know, guys. Who do you think's calling the shots here? The truckers or the politicians or the liberals serving their coffee? Here we go to another tweet from a trucker. Truckers are talking about not delivering to New York City for three years. Now you see why I was saying that if I'm a resident of New York City right now, in fact, I would not be a resident of New York City because I actually saw this yesterday and I would have been on the first flight out. I would have been gone. I mean, again, I think there's probably a low probability that this plays out, but if it does, I mean, this is straight Mad Max stuff here. You thought groceries were expensive now. Just wait. If you live in New York, you better get out. That's He's talking the truth. <laughs> I mean, I, he ain't lying. Now, it is true that it, um, they would probably find other truckers and they'd have to divert resources from other areas like we were talking about with that example of Tyson Foods. But to this gentleman's point, fine, you get the stuff, but at what price? And so say all of these things are being delivered, but the supply goes down. So there's shortages, there's rationing, but the people who are getting them are having to pay 10 times the price. The The, the net result really is still the same, at least for the politicians. Besides, and I'm looking at another tweet, besides truckers talking about not delivering in New York, they are apparently some shipping companies joining the protest. Here's another tweet. Man, warns people to stock up on food in New York because truck deliveries will not be making deliveries in support of Trump. So here now I'm going back to the Zero Hedge article. Some American truckers appear to be adopting strategies similar to those used by European farmers. We just talked about that in their fight against progressive elites aiming to shut down their farms. And to reiterate, they're making a lot of headway. Truck drivers Transport between 70 and 73% of all freight in the United States. Therefore, when truckers began discussing plans on social media to boycott loads to progressive hellhole, New York, <laughs> progressive hellhole, it's important to pay attention. User Chicago One Ray, who appears to be a Midwest truck driver, shared video late Friday night detailing the number of truck drivers will begin denying load. That number of truck drivers will be. De- uh, we'll begin denying loads in New York City on Monday. I don't know how far across the country this is. This is a quote from this uh, Chicago One Ray. I don't know how far across the country this is or how many truckers are going to start denying loads to New York. But I'll tell you, you F around and find out. Basically, his message to the New York politicians. He continued, we're tired of these mother effing leftists effing with Trump. <laughs> Okay, mother effers, <laughs> start to get tired of this this crap. Our bosses aren't going to care if we deny loads. And again, I'd like to reiterate that a lot of them are independent contractors. We'll go somewhere else. You know how hard it is to get in and out of New York City? Oh, and here's where I read this. Truckers are 95% pro-Trump. By Saturday morning, the video to miss, uh, amassed 3 million views. <clears throat> this comes after the New York judge... Uh, and Trump that fine of 355 million. I didn't really look into that, but so I, I don't want to comment too much, but it, it seemed completely ridiculous. And that kind of be par for the course. God bless our truckers. The people need to show their power enough. Bud Light for New York, it is. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll have to follow this story very, very quickly. I think the main message here is one that's very inspiring. 
and it makes me incredibly optimistic. Why? Because it reminds us that at the end of the day, no matter how powerful Klaus and Bill Gates and the Davos types, the central planners, the authoritarians, no matter how powerful they are, there's a lot more of us than there is of them. And if at any given time we choose to come together as a group, we win. End of story. The challenge is just getting enough people together on the same page and willing to take action. But we have the ability to do that at any given time. And the truckers remind us of that. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.